The 2020 season may have ended poorly for the Atlanta Braves, but that doesn't mean we didn't have some fun along to along the way on today's episode. We're going to take a look back at the best memories, moments from the 2023 season for the Atlanta Braves. Let's get into it. You are locked on Braves. Your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shorts.ball. Also, make sure you check out my written work over at bravestoday.com. I wrote an article over there today talking about Vaughn Grissom. What is the future with for him with this Braves team? So make sure you go over there and check that out. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media at LockedOn underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback you have for the podcast during the offseason. I'll be doing these shows. A lot of these shows live. I'll also be asking you questions on social media, and I'll use those responses as part of the podcast. So make sure that you are following there as well. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button on the video to help support the show. Thank you much so much for all your support in making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day we just started the off season. You're already killing it there in the comment section on YouTube with views as well. So I thank you so much for all of your support. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's episode, I'm going to give you my top five memories, moments from the 2023 season for the Braves. Just the first five that popped into my head. And then the second segment, I'm going to take some of listeners' responses, what their favorite moments were uh, from social media, from, again, where I posted the question there. And then those who are live, you got some of your memories as well. Make sure that you're firing those off, and I will uh, get those read on the podcast as well. We got Golden Child, Joey H., Barracuda, John Lee, Ethan, all so far right now with us joining thank you so much for being here let's get into my best memories i'm gonna call it memories because some of these aren't just necessarily moments but some of them are things that i'll look back from this 2023 season and remember the most and this is kind of the conversation we've been having this week about this postseason format what it does to 162 and i'm certainly somebody that's always put more significance on the journey of a season. Look, in the end, only one of 30 teams can hold up that piece of metal at the end of the year. And if that's all you're going for, a lot of times you're going to find yourself disappointed. But if you have the the idea or the aspect of, of looking at it as a journey and going through the season, there's a lot of great moments. And the Braves provided a lot of great moments this season, a lot of records that they broke, a lot of games that the Braves won a lot of big games, maybe not in October, but a lot of big games in the regular season. You think about you know early season series against the Mets. You think about that series against the Reds the middle of the year when they were one of the best teams in baseball, and that series against the Dodgers later in the year when at that moment those were the two best teams in baseball. Braves won all of those series. So they won some big series this year, won some big games, a lot of great moments. And I want to take some time right now to reflect on those moments. I know it's not 
the easiest thing to do right now after the season just ended. But while it's still fresh on a lot of our minds, I want to do that. Shout out to Rodney, who says hello from Whitmire, South Carolina. Thanks for joining, Rodney. I'm going to get into my top five moments. My number one moment memory from 2023, when I look back at this season, is going to be the season of Acuna. It's just what I'm going to call it. It's We're all going to remember and recognize the 40-70 season, something that's never been done. Maybe it's something we'd never see again. But I said this before the season started, and I guess I should have asked for more. I should have been more explicit in what I asked for. But I said, give me one full, healthy season from Ronald Cunha Jr. I just wanted to see what that would look like. You know, we've we've gotten it in his younger years, but we were kind of, you know, stripped of that in 2021 when he was having what looked like was going to be an incredible MVP season before the ACL injury. And then obviously 2022, he was a shell of himself. And all I asked for coming into this year was give me one full, healthy season from Ronald Acuna Jr. I want to see what that looks like. And it's even better than I could have expected. The average being up over 330, the 40 home runs, the 70 stolen bases, just all the incredible things he was able to do. And I think there's two things from this season that really stand out to me. And it's cutting the strikeout rate down 10%. And it's also the fact that he was consistent from beginning to end. There were no peaks and valleys when you go back and look at this season from Ron Acuna Jr. He was the best player in baseball from beginning to end, and he's going to win the NL MVP. So when I look back at the 2023 season, I think what I'm going to remember the most is that it was the season of Acuna. It's the season that I wanted to see, and I hope we see more. I I honestly don't know how much more you can ask of this guy, but again, my biggest memory, the thing that I'll look at the most for this 2023 season was just the incredible year that Ron Acuna Jr., had and I see Rodney saying we need to re-sign Acuna Jr. now before the end of his contract. I don't think that's going to happen. He already gave us one team-friendly deal. Just enjoy this time that you have with him because I got a feeling he's going to get a mega contract when this one does finally end with the Braves. So just enjoy, enjoy the moment that you have right now. And yeah, Rodney extension. I knew what you were you were talking about there, but just enjoy. You know, next three four years, whatever it is. I think it's through twenty twenty eight. Um, that they have Ron Acuna Jr. locked up. So enjoy the ride. Fantastic 2023 season. Again, I wouldn't put anything past them, but I don't know where you go from here. Is 50-50 really in in reach? Uh, again, I wouldn't put anything past Ron Acuna Jr. My number two moment, and a lot of people probably aren't going to agree with this one because of the result uh, in the end, but... When I look at this season and I think of the best, you know, moments, memories, the play to end game two. And again, I know a lot of people probably aren't going to look at that one right now because of the way that the series ended up and losing that series. But when I just think of a particular game, a particular moment that had me out of my seat, I don't think there's a singular moment, maybe my one after this, but I don't think there's a singular moment where other moment this season where I just literally jumped out of my chair and screened. My wife said she could hear me all the way, uh, you know, at at the top of the top level of the house. So not that we're in a a huge house, but she heard me all the way upstairs is what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't 
physically show that much emotion during games. But in that moment, I just absolutely lost it. And so did the fans there in Atlanta registered as an earthquake. I mean, it was one of the greatest endings ever to a postseason game. And again, I know how things ended in the series. And I think it's probably a little bit harder to look back at that now and really enjoy that moment. But I think, you know, a month from now, a couple of months from now, maybe a year from now, I think that's a game you can go back and look at, especially when you're showing highlights of, of Michael Harris and you Austin Riley, if you want to go back to the home run and the play that he made on that double play to end it. I think that's a highlight you're going to go back and you're going to remember where you were in that moment and the reaction you had. And for that reason alone, I cannot leave that moment out because it was that big of an impact. Uh, it was that big of a moment in that play. So that's my number two. Number three is probably the only other time this season that I just literally jumped out of my seat, fist pumping, you know, screaming at the TV. And that's Acuna's Grand Slam in L.A. All the talk going into that series was Braves versus Dodgers, two best teams in the National League, maybe all of baseball, Betts versus Acuna. At that time, I think Betts probably would have won the MVP if they were voting at that time. Acuna came into that series grand slam in game one, and he really put the MVP debate to bed, in my mind, in that series. He went on to have a huge month of September to really solidify it, but that grand slam that he hit in game one of that four-game series in L.A., the Braves went out there and won. That's one of my favorite moments of the season. Like I said, that and then the double play and also the home run that Austin Riley hit in game two. Those are three moments that I remember the most that had me jumping out of my seat, screaming like a kid, and just that level of excitement. So I got to put those on there. Another one on here is Ozzy's walk-off against the Mets with the Hall of Famers plus Jeff Francoeur in the booth. That was just a fun game, hearing those guys call that game. Um, you know, the Braves had already won the first two games of that series. This is back when we all thought the Mets were going to be the big threat in the NL East. The Braves go in, sweep that series, came back, I believe, in all three games of that series. And in that finale, they were down 10-6 to six going into the eighth inning, tied it up in the ninth, and then Ozzie always with the three-run home run to walk it off. And then, again, with those guys on the call, uh, Kerry Clemens says uh, Jerry Francoeur is a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, that was just you know a great moment. Again, just a really fun moment. And obviously, who they beat. And like I said, at the time, you thought that was going to be the big battle in the NL East. That ended up not working out that way. But uh, certainly, the Braves kind of you know made their mark on that rivalry early in this season in that series. And that was just a really fun one. And then my fifth one here in. Again, a lot of people probably aren't going to look back at this one very fondly because of the way things ended in the postseason. But in my mind, clinching the division in Philly is one of my better memories. And I know the Phillies got the last you know, laugh in the postseason. But again, I'm a guy that's about the journey. I'm about the 162. You went into that series in Philly, and the Phillies were playing good baseball at that time. And you thought maybe they still had a shot to get back in the division. It would have taken a lot. They would have had to you know, at the very least win that series, if not sweep. But the Braves had a chance going into that series to win the division in Philadelphia, and they had to win three of four games, and they did just that. And in that clinching game, Strider struck out nine batters over seven dominant innings. You won two of those games in that series in extra innings. It was just 
again, I know things didn't work out the way we wanted to in the postseason against them, but at that moment, that was just huge for the Atlanta Braves to go into Philadelphia like that, win three or four, clinch the division on their home field. Spencer Strider doing it in dominating fashion in that last game, winning two of those games in extra innings. It was just a fun series. I thought it was a great way you know, to win the division again, to do it in Philadelphia again. They get the last laugh in the postseason, but I thought that was just a great moment and a great memory you know, of the season. So those are my top five right there. Uh, I want to get to some some of your top moments that you submitted on social media, also those who are here live with me on YouTube, getting to some of your thoughts as well. We'll do that here in a second. October baseball is here. I'm watching the Astros and the Rangers right now, five to two in the seventh. Bases loaded with Yardon, Jordan Alvarez facing former Brave Will Smith. You got time to get in on the action. You can do that at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join FanDuel today and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. And then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs. And Jordan Alvarez did get a home run, but I think he's put game three to this series to bed. So uh, you want to get in on the action on this game, you better hurry. And you can do so with quick bets as well on FanDuel. So head on over there, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And if you want to catch more of the postseason action, you can do so on SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, I want to get into some of your comments from social media and also those who are here with me uh, live. I want to react to some of those or read off some of those. Cavs Buckeyes, who I know is an everyday or uh, great follower of the podcast, says Murphy, Murphy walk-off for Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Please be good against next year, Sean. That's an underrated series, one I left off my top five, but that Cincinnati series, I know they lost that first game, but it was one of the more exciting games of the year, even though we came up on the losing side of it. Uh, but that was a fun series. All that first Met series in Atlanta, really all of June. Uh, June's become a great month for the Braves. Acuna's home run streak in May. Eddie's Grand Slam in Arizona, that's a great one as well. Kind of kick-started that month of June and got the Braves going. 21 the three win in Queens. I think that's the game that Nicky Lopez uh, had his kind of breakout in. And then he said 40-40 and 40-70. Um, Jason says, poor Larry at Crown. That's that Mets game, 40-70. Um, Ron Acuna Jr. scoring from second base on an infield pop fly. I forgot about that one. Olsen moving from two to the cleanup. That was a big point in the season as well. Corey Carmichael says it's got to be the Harris out in center, whether you're talking about game two inning catch or, or robbing Schwarber back in May. Uh, we talked about the Harris catch. Certainly, again, one of the more exciting just moments, you know, of the season for sure. Uh, Gus says, I was sitting at home with my wife, and my wife never watched the games with me, and we were watching that Nationals game the week before the season ended on Sunday, and Sean Murphy hit a homer. Homer with two outs in the ninth. She cheered. She never does that either. Um, I think there was a part two to this. Um, and I was like, cool, we are now losing by one run instead of two. And she said, you are, are you not happy with the Homer? I said, no, we're still losing little. Did I know I was happier about an Ozuna Homer 
where we lost by one the very next week. I then apologized and said, now I'm happy. So, uh, and that's what it's about in a, in a season. And that's why I love the journey. It's about those moments you spend, whether you're going to a game or watching a game at home with a family member, you know, that's really what it's all about. When you look back at a season, Justin says, Ozzy's walk off against the Mets. Um, E Goldie says, poor Larry, a crown game. Ronald angering Cubs nation with that 70 steal. I forgot about that too. We cost the Cubs getting into the postseason uh, because we took time to celebrate that. Acuna hitting 40, Matt making a change to his hitting stance, the whole infield making the all-star team. Uh, Ronald cementing his MVP in Dodger Stadium. Michael Harris robbing Otani uh, and your postcast after mid big wins. Thanks for that, Eli. Um, Donna B said, also says poor Larry Crown, Rosario's Grand Slam, Soroka stepping back on the field. That's a good one as well. Uh, Ronald 70 stolen bases, taking three or four in LA, the infield on the field together at the All Star game. That was cool. Uh, Ryan Brown, Sean Murphy's walk off home run early in the season. Casey says, a ton of good moments. Ozzy's walk off to sweep the Mets, probably my favorite. Um, Jason says, Rosario's Grand Slam at Arizona. Uh, B2B champ. Uh, says seeing the bright future of AJ Smith Shaver and the pouring Larry a crown game. Also, Murph's broken bat home run. Yeah, late in the season as well. That was something you see every day. Sorry, can't baseball. Ozzy's walk off against the Mets and Ronald's Grandy in LA. I think that's certainly some two of the top ones that are up there for a lot of people. Um, I think those are all the ones on Twitter. If I didn't get to yours, I apologize. Um, or do we get to have some more here? Ron Ron Chung says Acuna hitting his 40th home run, stealing his 70th base. Acuna's neck tat, Rosario's grand slam in Arizona. Freed returning. I was going to mention this one as well. When Freed returned later in the season and went to Chicago and just dealt, uh, felt like a huge moment. Uh, they Braves went on to lose that series, but that was a big moment for Freed. Azuna's backswing. Um, Murphy had th- uh, two three run home runs uh, in New York in that trouncing. Jake MC23, the home run barrage against Joe Ryan and the Twins sometime in the summer. Um, Chicken Noodle Moylan trying to discreetly get some cotton candy and BG calling him out on the broadcast. Uh, Brandon Gaughton did a great job on the broadcast this year, certainly. Um, Garrett Clemens says Ozuna's complete turnaround. Uh, Barracuda, Ronald and Miggy embracing in Detroit. Uh, that's That was a great one as well. Joey S. Pilar's two-run homer versus Baltimore. I was there for that. Again, being an attendant, attendant certainly uh, makes things a little bit better as well. Gary Clemens, Austin Riley's inside the park home run. If we could go back and get that changed, uh, please, so we can break the record, that would be cool. Um, Brace fan says, fans just need a couple of months to decompress, talk about Georgia football or basically anything but Braves. Hopefully not, because I'll be here all offseason, so hopefully you enjoy coming back. Braves guy scoring six runs on Yuri Perez in the first inning, shutting out the Marlins seven and nothing as the Braves red hot June continued into July. Um, Yuri Perez was throwing the ball really well, I think, coming into that one as well. It was off to a great start. PA Braves fans, a set of games where we shut out the Mets and Yankees. I think it was three in a row on August. Yeah, uh, there was that stretch there with this. It was right after the stretch where the Braves starting rotation looked like trash. They came back and had all those shutouts in a row. That was some a great time as well. Wish, uh, wish we could have got more of that. Um, Aaron John says Acuna's grand slam for thirty sixty. Aussie walk off home. I forgot the grand slam was what got him to thirty sixty. That makes it even even better. Aussie's walk off homer against the Met. Met start the buses. Uh, the call there from John Smoltz. Um, 
Monte Carlo says, Braves hit five home runs and first 10 at-bats against Joe Ryan. Braves beat the Rangers 12 to nothing with six two-run home runs. Braves light up Yuri Perez in the 21-3 game against the Mets. Um, Daniel Hayes says, poor Larry, a crown game. Fowler uh, 3 says, Soroka debut. I know it was up and down season, but uh, that was so fun to see. Yeah, I don't want that to get overlooked, again, with the way things ended, but Soroka coming back this year uh, was certainly a great moment. Self says, RC is home run to tie at 10-10 in the ninth and the poor Larry, a crown game. Can't get forget about that uh, before Ozzy walked it off. Um, Parker Garrison says, Pilar's insane diving catch. He was fun to watch in the outfield. If he is going to hang it up, a great career it was for him. Appreciate his time with the Braves, as short as it was. Dustin Melton says, one of my favorites was the throw it again game. I felt like the team really took off after that. Yeah, amazing. I guess motivation of what other players says uh, can light a fire under other teams. Imagine imagine that. Uh, Monte Carlo also said the triple play. That was against the Red Sox. That was a, a fun one as well. I think they lost that game too, but that was a fun moment. Uh, Mercy Murphy's first home run was a walk-off Rosario's grand slam in the ninth in Arizona. So I think we all got a lot of the same ones there. Uh, the, the grand slam in, in Arizona certainly is a great one. Um, Spencer Strider enthusiast says Ozuna breaking the home run record in the last game was amazing because it won a lot of people of their fantasy championship, myself included. Congrats on your championship. At least somebody uh, in Braves country won a championship this year but yeah that should have been a sign of what was to come you came into that weekend thinking the Braves were going to shatter the home run record and it took a lot of effort from Ozuna he was the only one that homered in that final weekend homered three times not only to get himself to 40 but also for the Braves to tie the record so um again should have probably been a sign of, of what was to come for this offense in October um BW Rochat says nice to reflect on the good of this season we're all still hurting but this is a young team and hopefully they mature and toughen with every playoff experience. Garrett Clemens, so many amazing moments from this year. Can't wait for next year already. Um, yeah, again, it's it's good to look back at it. I agree because, again, I'm somebody who's about the journey, and I love looking back at these moments and these great memories that were made throughout the season. Same time, it is still very fresh from what just happened in the postseason, and it, it makes it hurt a little bit knowing that this team was so good. Uh, this team was great. I mean, they really, really were. And it's just unfortunate the way things ended in the postseason because you hate to waste opportunities like this with a great team like the Braves had. But they did give us a lot of great memories and great moments in this 2023 season. So thank you for taking some time out with me to go through all of those with you, recapping that 2023 season. Hopefully, you know, maybe sometime in the offseason, maybe sometime later down the line, you want to look back and say, what happened in that 2023 season that I need to go back and catch up on and remember, and hopefully you'll come back to this podcast to do that. So thanks for going through that down memory lane with me through the 2023 season. I'm sure we have some more reviews as well. Next, I want to get into these gold glove finalists because the Braves had three on there and maybe one you weren't expecting in Eddie Rosario. We'll discuss that here next. All right, I got to tell you about my bird dogs. I'm so excited that they are with us, and I'm so excited that they sent me a pair of their stretch khaki shorts to wear. I wear them all the time. I absolutely love wearing them. They're so comfortable. They're not like the regular khaki, regular khaki shorts that can become stiff and uncomfortable. 
These fit really well. And again, they're great for every occasion. They're designed to fit slimmer, but they also allow for comfortability to move around. And it's so much better, again, than those regular stiff uh, khaki shorts that you normally would buy. I wear my bird dogs for any type of occasion, you know, working around the house, exercise, school, going to the grocery store, whatever it may be. I've said on here before, I wore them at the hospital uh, when our, our last kid was born because they are just so comfortable and great for every occasion. I love wearing mine. I hardly ever take mine off and you won't want to either. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter promo code locked on MLB at checkout for a free bird dog water bottle with your order. That's birddog.com slash locked on MLB for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Check out all the MLB action on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Rangers trying to come back in this game as Josh Young hits a two-run homer, making it 7-4 to four in the bottom of the seventh here. But it looks like the Astros are going to pick up a game in that series. Again, you can catch all the postseason action on SiriusXM. We do have a little bit of news to talk about as um, <laughs> Rawlings announced their Gold Glove finalists. Now, I posted this on social media. There are no great metrics out there still to this day that tell the whole pitcher for defense. Uh, I'm somebody who loves defense. I you know, love diving into defensive players, and I love watching great defensive plays. To this day, there still is not a metric out there that's going to give you a great standard of defense. There are some that are good that give you an idea, but in my mind, the eye test is still the best way to determine who is a great defensive player. And nobody out there is watching every game of every player defensively. So it is what it is. We all know this, that the Gold Glove Awards, not just awards, but the finalists are somewhat odd. Um, but the Braves have three finalists this year. Michael Harrison, center field, you know, is a no-brainer. And I don't know if he'll win it this year. I, I feel like Michael Harris was really good defensively this year, but I don't know, just in my mind and when I look back at it, I feel like he could have been better. And maybe that's just my high expectations of him, but was it good enough to win a gold glove? We will see. Austin Riley is a gold glove finest at third base, and you're not seeing Nolan Arenado in there, so it's a great opportunity to win that award this year. And we've talked about it on here. In his box, he is fantastic. There's not a lot of you know side-to-side -side range for Austin Riley, but I think he's great coming in on the baseball. And again, if you hit it to him, He's usually going to pick it, and he's going to make a strong throw. He's definitely made strides there. Whether or not he's going to win the award, I don't know. And the surprise one is Joey S. is saying, um, he says, Jake, with all the defensive concerns with Eddie, how is he nominated for a gold glove? It's a great question. Um, I think the easy answer is, is that most teams are putting their worst defenders in left field. That's just known. Um, you know, in Little League, it's it's right field. No offense to any of your kids who are playing right field. But when you get to the major leagues, you're typically putting your worst defender in left field. So the bar is pretty low for left fielders defensively. Now, you look at some of the metrics for Eddie Rosario, and it's going to show you he was, you know, average to above average, you know, okay arm out there. Certainly, again, and this is where the eye test come in comes in. I think if you're a Rays fan and you're watching Eddie Rosario out there every day, you're seeing the weaknesses for him, and he's certainly not a great defender. 
But again, you look at the other candidates out there that played left field significantly this year, and there just aren't a lot of great candidates for left field. So again, the bar is really low for that position to begin with. I honestly kind of wish they would just go outfield for this award and give the three best defensive players, um, you know, make them, you know, three outfield gold gloves at any position. But again, the bar is pretty low in left field and Rosario was, was okay. He was average to above average. But again, I think if you are a fan of the Braves and you watched him every day, you know, he's not a gold glove caliber left fielder. So um, that's kind of my, my thoughts on all of that. Um, try to get to some final comments or questions here that we may have. Um, let's see some talk about Dansby. He's not coming back. I don't know why you would want that at this point. Um, William man says Michael Harris is walk off against the Orioles. That's not one I'd seen on here. Anybody else said, so, uh, that's a good one. Um, Spencer Strider enthusiast talking about our first round pick. Waldrop looks insane. I will definitely be reviewing him in one of our minors Mondays segments this off season. Um, one iron long says Eddie is a great defender. Hey, if you feel that way, um, certainly great. Uh, again, I don't think he's the worst out there, but certainly not the best. Um, yeah, Spencer Strider enthusiast. He does have a, a pretty good arm. It's gotten worse, you know, over the last couple of years, but I think he had four outfield assists this year. Um, Golden Child. Arcia was fine. He was not gold glove caliber. He doesn't have near the range as a lot of other shortstops out there. Um, see, we got a couple more comments here. Uh, Joey S, I'm sorry to bother you, but I respect your opinion. Is Ronald's arm really not worth him being a gold glover with all the runners he kept from running an extra base? How is he not a gold glover? That's what I'm talking about. I don't, to my knowledge, that's not factored in anywhere. The, the fact that he does keep runners from scoring just because of the threat of his arm, which if you, again, if you watch the Braves all year long, you saw that and how valuable it was. As I watch Adolis Garcia, who is, a finals in the American league and has one of the better arms as well. Uh, it just, it, you know, there's no way to really quantify that. And again, if you're not watching every day, you don't understand how valuable just the threat of Ronald's arm was in right field early in the year. He threw out a lot of base runners and then nobody ran on him after that. Yes. As Garrett Clemens says, he doesn't have the best routes. doesn't get the best jumps. I think his speed makes up for that. He typically catches every ball that he should get to, and he has the best arm in baseball. Do I think he should be a Gold Glove finalist? I, I don't know, honestly. I uh, didn't really look at, at who all was out there when I once I saw his name wasn't there, but I, I do think he is still a very good defender. As, as Garrett also says, his arm makes up for whatever deficiencies he has, you know, route running and jump-wise in the outfield and it looks like the Astros are pulling away here. So we're going to wrap this thing up. You can catch all the postseason action on Sirius XM with the SXM app for all those who are here live in the stream. Thank you so much for doing that again. Reminder for all of you, I'll be live most of the off season, just about every night between about eight 30, 9 PM central. So be looking out for that link where you can join, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and hit that notification bell. So you get notified whenever we do go live or drop, a new episode. Make sure you subscribe on social media at shortstop ball and locked on underscore Braves. Make sure that you rate and review to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time.
Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 